everybody, it's Heather here, HGA Medium, <clears throat> with a wonderful sounding voice. <laughs> um, I'm coming in with a little uh, episode, it's my last episode of the season. Um, I wanted to do a lot of things, but I couldn't really get them all done, I had some other things going on, but I did a lot of planning, a lot of work for this episode, and I'm excited to put it out. Um, I'm focusing on the holiday season, Yule, Christmas, Hanukkah. Hanukkah uh, already ended, if I'm not mistaken. But all of it having to do with light, the return of the light. I looked into uh, Islam as well, and the only comparison I could find was Ramadan. Um, If I'm not mistaken... It takes place, uh, um, I think, around March, April, around there. But that religion follows the the cycles of the moon. So there's that pagan aspect where it relates to paganism. So I was able to bridge a couple of that. And Kwanzaa is a holiday that was meant to be the opposite of Christmas. uh, That kind of spread in the black community. And then all around the world, uh, just because of racial inequalities and things of that nature. So I I, I did my homework, more or less, in trying to find everything. But um, this part, I thought, would be great. So I'm just going to go in and read for a little bit. And just kind of... uh, It's a big chunk of a read, but I, I just wanted to just go over the themes of why... You know, we have so much in common from different faiths and different religions in terms of the holiday season. Why there is something about it that when you see those lights, you see everything, you get either really upset or sad for some people, or you get really, really happy. You celebrate the season. I prefer Halloween, Samhain, but I have a, I do enjoy Christmas. So here we go. At the winter solstice, the two god themes of the year's cycle coincide even more dramatically than they do at the summer solstice. Yule, which according to the venerable bead, comes from the Norse Ul, I'm saying that correctly, I-U-L, meaning wheel, marks the death and rebirth of the sun god. It also marks the vanquishing of the holly king, god of the waning year, by the oak king, god of the waxing year. The goddess who was in who was death and life at midsummer now shows her life and death aspect. For although at this season she is the leprous white lady, queen of the cold darkness, yet this is her moment for giving birth to child of promise. The sun lover who will refertilize her and bring back light and warmth to her kingdom. So there's the paganism. Um I'll be honest, I I generally don't like the holidays. I I love them, I like to celebrate them with very, very close company. But in actuality, I don't really enjoy, it's not as festive as Halloween and Samhain and all that. But there's many aspects where you are honoring your ancestors that are similar um, similar to Samhain and Halloween.
I'm going to continue reading. The Christmas nativity story is the Christian version of the theme of the son's rebirth, for Christ is the sun god of the Piscean age. The birthday of Jesus is undated in the Gospels. It was not until 273 AD that the church took the symbolically sensible step of fixing, fixing it officially at midwinter to bring him in line with the other sun gods, such as the Persian Mithras, also born at the winter solstice. As St. Chrysostom, Archbishop of Constantinople, haha, and I'm not going to try and say that again, <laughs> a century later, explained with commendable uh, frankness that the Nativity of the Son of Righteousness had been so fixed in order that while the heathen were busied with their profane rites, the Christians might perform their holy ones without disturbance. Profane or holy depended on your viewpoint because basically both were celebrating the same thing. The turning of the years tied from darkness towards light. St. Augustine acknowledged the festival's solar meaning when he urged Christians to celebrate for him who made the sun rather for the sun itself. So there's so many aspects between Christianity and paganism. I covered that in a previous episode that resonates. Just if you know the history um, in general, you, you know the same themes of, like, you know, uh, you know the same thing of uh, green and red and, uh, you know, uh, mistletoe and everything like that. You, you know it. They're, they're similar. It's, it, you celebrate the same thing. Uh, oddly enough, I looked up previously like hauntings in the Yule season <laughs> and basically with the holidays and with Christmas you're honoring family you're honoring ancestors you're honoring the return of the light that could play off the Christian theme of Christ's uh, return to earth that could also play you know it's all about rebirth so if you believe in reincarnation you have that aspect to it uh, another part that comes up with celebration is gift giving. It's called the giving season. So it's usually Sagittarius season, which is the season we're in now, which I've said in multiple videos and in and plenty of conversations, I'm pretty sure my grandmother was a Sagittarius. It's that strong, tough mother figure who will, you know, set you straight, but then, you know, wipe your tears and be like, you can do this. Get up and, you know, live your life. Um, one of the amazing parts about Christmas and hauntings is, you know, the story of Christmas Carol, you know, and you know Scrooge, and you know the visiting of, you know, Ghosts of Christmas Past and all that. It's to remind you to give back in a time of, you know, celebration and understanding and being gracious and having so much a tremendous amount of respect for every step of the journey you have taken to get to where you are now um another aspect of it is there's a level of sadness to the holidays the giving season if you feel as though you were not given the same opportunities as others 
you can literally find the holidays as something as this constant reminder of invalidation in society and within your own societal construct meaning your family your friends and even your partner in some cases one of the spiritual aspects that you can incorporate with a uh, with Christmas Yule or a Hanukkah is you can try and look at everything as a gift even the moments of sadness even the moments of grief and people will say how can you do that because there's some things that are truly traumatic and things that are truly harmful and you would never want anyone to go through them that's the, that's a, that's the reality um is to understand exactly why. There's reasons where it's just chaos and it shouldn't have happened. It was uh, irresponsible, reckless, all those things. But then there are some experiences, like I can cite, where I have gone through things that were inappropriate, wrong, uh, all levels. And it has given me these high levels of understanding and compassion with an emotional intelligence to help my fellow person while maintaining a boundary so that I do not compromise myself, my views, my safety, my beliefs for the sake of another's ego. Well, that's enough. That's a sentence. What does this have to do with uh, the practice, cultural practice? Well, it's Christ's birthday. It's in the religion, Christmas. Christianity. Can't spell it without Christ. So, a lot of people go to church. And it's beautiful, too. You see everyone get together under special decorations and something about it. Um, Burning of a Yule log for paganism and all of that it's just this understanding that through this period of darkness which is not always harmful people always equate that darkness meaning harmful it's more showing a focus on your foundations you know you don't have to show off for everybody and be you know out and expand and you know showcase all your talents abilities communications things of that nature and it's not in the egotistical way it's just in the general way you're cold put on a jacket (laughs) You are home. You don't want to go outside. If I once I get back home, I'm not leaving the house anymore. Um, it's a good way to just see what you have, what you have in your in basically in that. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna word it this way because I can I can speak English very very well. I speak Spanish. I know sign language, but English I can do very 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 well. <laughs> I'm gonna say it like this. talking about your foundations what you build everything on now when you have a strong strong foundation your house don't crumble you're not catering to anybody's ego you are not comparing your journey to someone else's you are not going to protect with anybody there's no sense of these these type of competitions it's a remember to give back all that you have you know the harvest season all that you've acquired not everyone may have the same abilities that you have to have acquired the same thing so it's the giving season if you want to talk about it in the historical context um 
one of the best aspects about giving is you really see how other foundations have been created, how they're supportive, how they assist, and how they amplify positive energy so you can progress on your life's journey. So, um, I know for me this year is going to be different. Um, I have no interest in terms of learning other people's foundations. I have my own, and it's and I plan for it to be very, very different for Christmas. I still honor my family, my ancestors, my loved ones. Um, you know, hopefully I can uh, meet with more and more clients who are diverse and, and get to learn a little bit about them and understand how they got to their journey in life that led them to booking an appointment. Sometimes it's just for, you know, for fun. They're like, ooh, let's get a tarot read. Or sometimes it's very painful and they ask for mediumship because they need, you know, clarity and that type of connection to a loved one who passed on. Which I I do expect in some aspect for this season to see an increase in mediumship because this is painful for people when you don't have that, you know, that what you'd consider a foundation. I keep saying the word foundation, but I'm talking about parents, loved ones, family members, when you don't have them in the season, the family season, that foundation's never the same. That that part of you that keeps you grounded and helps you, you know, the, where you place your roots. You know, when someone, you know, lifts a plant up and takes out one of the roots and repots you, you're not really the same. You're supposed to be better with each repotting, but eventually you want a type of stability that will, you know, stand the test of time. Um, I learned all of this by doing my research on the internet and picking up um, picking up a lot of books on the Sabbath and uh, Christmas and internet searches, talking to people of multiple faiths. I, I did the homework, and I think it's great if everyone could do that too and really understand that, like when you see the divide, the divide. When you see the diversity, I do apologize for getting angry. I'm dealing with a slight issue, perks of being a psychic medium. Um, it's um, It reminds you of what's worth fighting for, what's worth living for, what's... It also highlights things that you need to work on. Like, one of the things that I need to work on is having a hard, hard boundary and not let anybody really garner a response that could be viewed as a reaction that could cause someone to react illogically and create a bigger problem. Um, That's one of the things I'm working on. And I think it's great in the giving season because I'm willing to give you peace, but only if you are intelligent enough to recognize it or have the wisdom to understand what peace actually is. And that's really working on your foundation. I work on my foundation and that's it. You know, we don't have to commingle. Our paths are not the same. We don't have to commingle with each other. We don't even have to know each other. We our paths are will literally diverge and be in separate aspects, in separate lines, and separate everything. And then there's no issue. That's what the giving season is all about. It's not a competition. So that's what I'm. That's what I'll be working on for this holiday season. greatest gift you can ever receive is the knowledge that there will be a better tomorrow. 
most people would be like, "Oh my goodness, that's so poetic. That's so like, wow, moving is so deep." <laughs> I'm not making fun of anybody, but like that's really what it is. Is the promise of a better tomorrow. Um we get close to the new year. And you know, you have all these goals. You're supposed to go over your life. <laughs> that the year of your life. And in that giving season where you have been wrong, correct it. You know, if you've been cold and shallow and mean and spend time, you know, helping others where that, you know, trait of you cannot be displayed and work on. If you spent, you know, the year, you know, being really really happy and and, and assisting and helping and living your dream and more or less getting all your responsibilities done in the giving season, what you can do is you can assist someone in doing the same, show them, teach them, help them. In the in this in the um In the giving season, Sagittarius season, I I I don't want to be I don't want to censor myself. I want to come off completely intelligent and knowledgeable because I am. But at the same time, I'm aware that forgive me. I'm gonna put a little disclaimer. Um, this is a season where a lot of people have mental issues, and it shows up. They have uh you know they deal with depression, anxiety, suicidal feelings, and thoughts come up around the season, and I am going to address that a little bit. when you have issues and you've gone through a lot of trauma the giving season is like give what you took everything from me i don't owe you anything how dare you smile at me kind of thing i can say that as someone who's had those moments not necessarily of being like extremely suicidal but to the point that like i can understand why people want to a lot of the things i've gone through in my past uh some of my recent past has made me be like i wish i was never born and then it's like i shouldn't think that way it shouldn't be that way i'm not anyone's problem they're the problem if they have a problem with me existing you know when people try to manipulate and call you out for things you cannot change like the color of your skin it's still a recent thing it's st- it's a still a, a recent thing it still happens and i normally don't stutter it's just cuz i get angry because of ignorance the world doesn't have time for ignorance the world doesn't have time for you know lies and games and all these other things when there're bigger things at play You know, I have people who hate me because I'm smart, intelligent, brilliant, learn fast too, or read fast too. I have people who hate me because I'm a woman. I have people who hate me because I'm Dominican. I have people who hate me because I'm a psychic medium. All these things. I'm a perfect minority, and forgive me for how I say it. I don't have a lot of money, type of thing. There's that class warfare. Um, all those things. You know, success is really determined by how many people I help, which is the number one. And then the other is if my bills get paid. <laughs> That's number two. Um. said I said in my body positivity episode that not having money is not an excuse to be um to not be educated to not have an education you can get one from going to a bookstore I mean I live at Barnes and Noble 
I can't go there because it's the giving season and I'll give myself a lot of books. Um, you know, I learned everything for the giving season. Um, I also learned uh, growing up science. I had all these science books. I love science, biology, uh, chemistry to an extent physics because I like fast cars the uh the Fast and the Furious was like what and then Rob Cohen who was the director of the Fast and the Furious when you uh if you watch how he filmed it he shows different he shows different modes of speed with his directing he does different like takes of moving the camera really fast in between scenes to show you speed velocity People would never thought, you know, I graduated with a Regents Diploma and went within one year of college of graphic design, which I also learned on my own because I loved art. I wasn't good at drawing, but I was good at designing. Um, that I, I, I literally, like, was incred- incredibly intelligent. I still am. You never stop learning. Anyone who says they know it all don't know anything. Giving season also reminds you of that. giving season reminds you of giving intelligence and that's what I'm trying to do in this podcast of sharing my knowledge I know a lot studied a lot partied a lot too um you know that's the one thing if I could ever teach in the giving season is to never hide yourself because in order to be cool I had to be something that I wasn't which got me into situations where I had to find my ego doing that survival thing remember when I said that that ego thing your ego's for your survival how to do that in my youth. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's intelligence, that's knowledge, that's an experience that I can share with others to be like, don't do that. <laughs> or no, do that, do that. That was the best thing I did. Being confident helped a lot because I always felt that I wasn't good enough. And in the giving season, if I were to ever encounter somebody who had a self-esteem issue, who felt like they were inadequate, or felt that they could not um, be themselves, like, I'm a safe person you can come out to if you're gay, if you're bisexual, if you're psychic, because I know what that's like to be targeted for being psychic, um, among other things. Um, You can say that to me, and I will never betray a confidence. I would never do that at all. You can say those things. And that's me giving you that platform, that safe space where you can be yourself and not have to worry. I've had clients cry. Because, you know, someone somewhere told them that they weren't good enough. And that's what the giving season can be about, too, is being there for somebody. This is fun. Let me get back to the holidays. Um, So I wanted to really talk about the Divine Feminine and a huge reclamation for it, you know, uh, definitely wonderful and important for women huge, super important for women to be seen, to be valued, to be understood, to, you know, basically be equal. 
um, to, to have that type of equality. I can tell you right now, my, uh, in my personal experience, because I don't want to talk about anybody else, um, I think it would be inappropriate, uh, my intelligence can frighten people, because they'll be like, where's your college degree, why are you so smart? Like, uh, I, not having money and not being, you know, a stereotype, and I mean that, and forgive me for how it comes out, but not being, uh, forgive me for not being white. Like, you hear my voice now? This is like my podcast voice. I want to make sure everything comes out intelligently, clearly, with clarity, that you understand what information I am putting out so that you can perceive it, understand it, apply it to your knowledge, and gain wisdom because it's my job to teach. I got told to teach. You hear that whole sentence? Like, I can do that. And at the same time, it's not an aspect of showing off. It's like, who would have thought that this person, you know, um, you know, pushing 30, no college, no real college education, worked blue-collar jobs her whole life, um, gifted at a very young age, is capable of stringing together that sentence and to talk about the science and the spirituality and make it, and have it be understood by a person who's never looked at it. And that's the whole point is I'm living proof that you are not limited by your current environment or your situation, the color of your skin, your gender, your sexual orientation. You're not limited by those things. Anybody who limits you by that is shows exactly how limited their knowledge is. I know plenty of people like me so many who are like me so incredibly intelligent and smart like i even learned makeup like i never thought i would get into makeup i was a tomboy as a kid but as i got older you know i saw my sister my sister was gorgeous and popular and i really wasn't i hung out with the alternative kids and that's the nice way of putting it because back then that's not the word (laughs) but uh i learned makeup my sister taught me a lot and then as uh as she had this book from Bobby Brown and I remember reading and thumbing through it now all that what's in that book would not really hold today because I even told you not to do black nail polish and like I think everyone owns a bottle of black nail polish now um it's just necessary (laughs) but in the giving season like one of the things I thought about is putting out a makeup tutorial and like show you how like I have very thin eyebrows but I make them bold I have videos of me with no makeup on but I took the time to learn how to do makeup by watching other people doing makeup. And while I'm not a professional makeup artist, in the chance that you are, or you're like me where you learned it and you got really good at it, you can teach and show someone how to do it. You know, someone who said, oh, I can't do makeup, I can't do makeup, I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can. You can. So, basically, you're showing someone the light. showing someone the light in the giving season you are preparing someone for a a journey they may not know about yet or they're already on and by giving something you help yourself and in turn people give you things too and that's just about gifts and presents which are nice every year I ask for a pair of chucks Big fan, big Nirvana fan. Uh, that's who inspired me. It was Kurt Cobain. I saw a photo of him many years ago, and he had a pair of Chucks, and I was all about his style, all about you know how 
um, his music and everything just resonated with me and that's the power of that music play that play Nirvana to a younger audience Post Malone did a great cover and now you keep Nirvana alive that's the giving season showing someone the light (laughs) before you know it they find a found sound you know you'll find sound garden pearl jam eddie vetter when he was younger mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i'm a big movies tv comic book uh, comic book movies fan uh, fantasy films lord of the rings charmed buffy i went over all this like you name it i was a big big nerd but i learned how to be cool because i wasn't exactly cool then you know but it is now can't get away from comic books and movies and tv shows now so it's like it's nice to like kind of be like if someone has that conversation with me like oh do you did you watch this film i'll be like oh my goodness yeah i'm a big fan of you know this part and that part and x y and z um you can be intelligent on comic books or the history of video games on netflix like i watched all of that i played video games i love video games um That's like, that's also something you can give too. You could teach someone and be like, oh, you know the origin of that? Yeah, it's amazing. Um, let's talk about light. So we're talking about the uh, winter solstice, um, December 21st. Uh, it's the longest night. It's the longest night. And then from that point forward, uh, nights get shorter and shorter and shorter till we get to the summer solstice which is the longest day so little by little that light gets bigger little by little you see a little bit more and as um, as, uh, as we hit the new year which I love saying 2022 so two balance zero amplifier to uh, duality and you can even go uh, uh, to connection and then to like you can go the whole line this could be a really great year if you spend this season working on the things that matter to you and to really be home life Um, the harvest season previously was making sure everything was lined up but now you have everything whatever you have excess of you give to those in need and whatever you lack you hope someone gives you that and you are going into 2022 with better standing and better knowledge and this whole new outlook perspective on the year to come new year's resolutions too are ways that you take that light that you have received in Sagittarius season and try to illuminate the whole year and you can you just have to stay determined and passionate Sagittarius season Sagittarius they're fire signs that is a, from the fire element, that passion, that drive to, you know, set forth these goals and pursue them. You can really just turn it up a notch if you engage in aspects of law of attraction, which I have covered on my page multiple times. And to understand, you know, things like cause and effect and to know your value, to know your worth, that it's never to be compared to another's, but to be understood that you have your place you can really change your life. It may not be a big monumental 
may not be a big monumental thing like an environment change or or a financial boost which would be nice for everybody um could be a huge perspective shift and then you really realize the world you're living in sometimes it's like oh my goodness other times it's like i could really implement a change that's positive not only for myself and others and when you reach that point of not only myself and others you have really sought and found the meaning of your life and the meaning of life in general which is unconditional love what um say um a lot i can't help it covering a lot here <laughs> one of the great parts of the giving season let's talk about your practice do you know volunteering is a great way to engage in energy that's positive even though like people will say volunteer get soup kitchens and things like that where it can be a little sad and depressing cuz no one ever wants to see another human being suffer that way um it teaches you to feel and express a type of gratitude for the position you're in cuz you're able to assist but it's also to understand that that shouldn't be happening and i hope for some people it could be we need to implement real change you know one person can't change the world but you get a group of people who have that belief and i know this sounds very like oh my goodness can you be more of a hippie no disrespect to hippies um you really make a change A lot of people think that you know, the, like uh, Penn Station. You know how, like, if you've ever taken the train in the boroughs and you see that, like, homeless people on the floor, you're told not to look at them. I've gone through that as a kid. You know, I used to uh, go to work with my mom when she worked in Manhattan, uh, Lower Manhattan, and and um, you know, don't look. don't look don't look and in the giving season it's like maybe you should you don't know what happened to the person's life you don't need to know the whole story but look life can change in a second you know last year scared a lot of people So it's so important to incorporate that type of attitude in your practice if you really want to enhance it is to understand and look at others and not view them as lesser you know the people go like, oh my goodness the poor people are like oh my goodness this person you are struggling and like if i can give you a little bit of hope a little bit of faith a little bit of light then hopefully it's enough but if more and more people do it you can really help someone out you can really turn someone's life around Let's talk a little bit more on on Sagittarius. I'm going to do a little weird connection. Uh the archer. It pulls that arrow back. Sometimes you got to go a little bit backwards to propel yourself forward. That's the giving season. Yeah, stay hold a little bit before you get set out into the world. <laughs> Mm. 
fun best way to for your practice um is get into astrology or astronomy whatever you prefer spirituality or science get into that too uh, it's a great time to learn it's a great time to learn something new i've been studying ast- astrology astronomy i actually follow a lot of science pages um on apple news <laughs> And I'll probably be like, what can't you do? Like, no, I made it a mission to be successful and intelligent. I'm going to be even more successful and intelligent. My looks do not define me. My my gender, my, you know, everything doesn't define me in the way that I need to be kept in a capacity that is limited to be perceived and understood and to not intimidate other people simply by being myself. That comes, that's wisdom, is to understand that there's room for you in this world. I can give that confidence to another person who may have felt lesser due to someone's ideology of what they should be, I'll be happy to do so. I hope hearing that entire sentence and you like knowing my educational background gives you a little light. Oh, I have ADHD also. I can sing, I can dance, I can rap even. One day I'll rap, I promise, on camera and I'll sing and rap too. I have to do it to like one of my favorite songs. But, like, holy crap. Like, I don't realize it, but it's been pointed out to me. They're like, you are crazy talented. And I'm like, oh my god, get over yourself. I never say, oh my god, I say, oh my goodness. But I let that slip. No, like, I lost all that weight. Did that for me, and, like, my makeup looks really good for somebody who's... I'm not a professional makeup artist. But it looks good, and I can acknowledge it looks good. You know, I do that for me. I love creating new looks, new things. I have to reinvent myself often. Um, if you look at my styles, even this, even from last year, it's probably changed a little bit. But I've always, you know, jeans with holes, um, crazy haircut, <laughs> you know, makeup on point, though. But my clothes are very comfortable. So if I could, you know, teach someone to be comfortable and be like, you can like makeup and like sports too and mix martial arts, you know, you can do that. Who's stopping you? You can be a nerd and know how to pour a drink at the bar. Who's stopping you? Giving a little light to the person that rarely speaks because they're afraid to be judged and saying, don't worry, nobody can judge you. Technically, only the divine realm can judge you. But when you put it in that context, you're fine, but that doesn't mean to, you know, go and break the Constitution or your state and federal laws. <laughs> you have to put that disclaimer out there. Um, doesn't mean to do that. But it's to understand that when you put that, when you realize, like, when you work at a job or something, like, you, re- you work there... That person who's in a position of power is in a position of power with your permission. And that right there is a perspective shift. So if you're unhappy with your career, just keep in mind that person's there because you want them to be there because you need their money. But the second you don't need their money, they're not in a position of power over you. So it's a time to really, really look at your foundations. Um, Another part you can add in your practice is art. Oh my goodness, Art, celebrate the joy of Christmas. I don't care how old you are. I have fun with gift wrapping, getting gifts, uh, whatever the gift is, I have fun. I don't care. You can 
you know, get me shoes or give me money or you can get me like a stuffed animal. I don't give a shit. Woo, I swore strong content. <laughs> Trying hard not to swear. It's the giving season, alright? Say that a lot to remind yourself that, you know, remind myself, remind yourself, remind you that this is a time where you just can't ignore it. You can't forget it. You have to understand that you are meant to be valued and you're meant to show value. Not in the sense of where it can be materialistic, but in the sense to understand that love is a truly biggest moving force in life in and of itself and if you can't acknowledge unconditional love passionate love um love that is all-encompassing then you lose sight of what it means to be alive you don't have that light and you can find that light you know like i mentioned before prior and i don't mean to bring it up again but this is a season where you know mental illnesses really really can show up in new ways and that's because they have they cannot see the light. So again, I'll say this, if you feel like you're gonna hurt yourself or hurt others, contact a certified medical professional or a trusted individual. It's important that you you know, you you someone needs to show you that light. Now, I've I've had my moments where I've struggled to see it. I've had them recently where I'd be like, I'm just so frustrated. I'm working and I'm working and I'm working. Um, I've had moments where I'm like, okay, you're being a little dramatic. I'm a Pisces, all right? Very emotional, but I can control my emotion in a way that is like freaks people out. But I I truly don't care because I don't want anyone to ever question my intelligence due to my emotions. And that's something I've always had to deal with. I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm a psychic medium. Do you know what I deal with on the day? Then you realize no one kind of cares. <laughs> um, they're just like, why are you crying? Or like, why are you mad? Or why are you like this? And it's like, you know, I, I hide my emotions a lot. Because I have to come, I have to look at things in a, in a way that isn't biased. Especially when I'm dealing with multiple clients who come from different backgrounds. who may not share the same beliefs, but I will not let that stop me from helping you. I have clients who, you know, down to political beliefs and they have no issue telling me. And even though I disagree with them, I said, that does not define them as a person. That is all what they know or what they were taught. So you have to take that into consideration. So what I like to do in the, in the holidays is to give a perspective on things like that, where it's not hurting someone because some people are like, like, no, this is my belief. You can't change it. But I could also showcase that conversation like I had earlier and I posted one of my videos where I said, you know, you know, caution, I'm going to talk about politics briefly. Um, You know, if you're a small government, you are pro-choice, you are pro-gun, you are anti-vaccine, you're also pro-civil rights. The civil rights was the part I left out. I don't know why, because everyone's treated equally and you don't want the government involved in anything of your personal life based off the Constitution. So when I say that to people, people go like, well, you know, that that does make sense. But what about everything else? I say, I'm showing you the light that maybe everything else is just a way to attract other people. But the point of the matter is we all want to be happy and to live our lives the way we see fit. And there it is. 
So maybe in the giving season, you can, you know, hear a different side, hear a different view on something. Um, I think try new music. Basically, it's to, you're, you're, you're worried and not worried, but like you are focused on yourself and your family, the things closest to you. But at the same time, you still want to evolve, but in a way that it is, in a way that you can contain yourself, in a way that is a constriction without the actual box. Some people will say my beliefs are a little crazy or the way that I could do this whole podcast quickly and put this all together and not insult anyone or offend anyone. Um, it's literally because I have seen um, a song by What It's Like by Everlast. He's from House of Pain. And then you really know what it's like. I've, I've, I've had shoes similar. Um, I am pro-choice. I never had to make that call which I am, um, you know, I'm very lucky, I'll be honest. I've had the same partner for seven years and very lucky, but I also took steps to make sure that that would not happen. Um, no, no judgment, no judgment to anyone who's ever had to gone through that. That is a very, very tough decision, and it's quite frankly no one else's business. And that's why I'm pro-choice, because it's not my business what you do with your personal life. Um, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe on it. That, you know, some people will say, well, that goes against this, that goes against that. But in reality, it's not your life. Um, I'm not going to get into the politics with it, but because it's a health issue. Pregnancy is listed as a disability, and I just wanted to let everyone know that in case you didn't know that. I did a little work for HR at a previous employer, so I'm aware of that. Anyways, um, no judgment. That's another thing you can do for the giving season. It's light. It's all about light. Hanukkah, too. It's all about light. It's all about light. You know, uh, Rumi has that quote. You know, if you find yourself in darkness, you know, looking for light, paraphrasing, um, you might be it. Anyways, I plan on doing another episode where I'm really going to go on to the history where I want to discuss um, this weird trend that was known in America and I think in Europe too of telling ghost stories around Christmas. Like I mentioned that before, um, but I want to go into that aspect because I didn't really get to too much on Halloween and for Samhain and for All Saints Day, All Souls Day. I didn't get a chance to do that. But I do want to do it for Christmas because if you look it up, it's a thing. (laughs) It's really real. And I think, what about a great tradition just being around the Christmas tree telling happy memories, but then we're going to tell a ghost story. Probably there's a lesson behind it. So I want to do some of those traditions that everyone can do no matter what religion, no matter what faith, you're just celebrating the holiday. 
But anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love everybody. Of course, I am always taking appointments, mediumship, tower readings, oracle card readings, astrology, natal charts. Onto your nails, send a message. <laughs> and now I am no longer in my podcast, uh, my podcast voice. But uh, thank you so much for listening, and I appreciate everybody. And um, I hope the holidays are, are treating you well. I will catch you in the next episode.